Hey, this is Kept, and you are currently tuned into Exploding Head Movies, one of my absolute favorite programs on CITRFM Vancouver. Happy autumn, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's life-giving community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, to dipping south across the Salish Sea. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Toss Optic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets by tuning to channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web. www.citr.ca the Exploding Head Movie Show page contains track listings and downloads for this episode once we've wrapped things up, along with the past ones, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaver, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. 
My name is Gak, and I'll be your day's ringmaster for the next two hours, so forget sending the clowns in. One's already here. And you should have received your complimentary newly regulatory elephant in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, how big is your mailbox? Really? Phone number for the station, for those of you listening live, is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. As we're mixing everything live, we're wearing our masks as we learn how to pick up phones again. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Hibbies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. So we start off with some Willie Dunn, and the song is called School Days. Found on both of his self-titled albums, I think that's the 1972 version, because there's a longer version found on his 1971 album. And you can find it more readily on this year's compilation through the Light in the Attic label called Creation Never Sleeps, Creation Never Dies, the Willie Dunn Anthology Compilation. Willie Dunn was half Micmac. He had Scottish and Irish roots. He was a singer, songwriter, filmmaker, and politician. And he fought for indigenous rights over 50 years ago as the politicization of our first peoples finally took hold, at least in an organized way. Something to make note of, because this Thursday, September 30th, it is the first ever nationally recognized National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. So... It's not our day off in a traditional sense. I mean, the important thing is that it will be a solemn time as we think about what the day means as we reconcile what has happened on these unceded territories and then also what happened to the children in residential schools as cultures and spirits were tried, attempted to be crushed based on church and government doctrine. So expect to see some orange shirts around in their honor. And of course, at some point, you should definitely read all the articles listed as part of the Truth Reconciliation Committee back in 2015. This is a time to learn, and hopefully a time to heal as well. And just think, over 50 years ago, we were told what these residential schools were like, and what we know now. And in the background, this is Earth, Wind, and Fire with Sweetback's theme, also going back 50 years from the soundtrack to the film Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Directed by Melvin Van Peebles, actor, filmmaker, playwright, novelist, and composer, made his directorial debut in France because he couldn't get funding based on the color of his skin in America. And in 1967, the film was called The Story of a Three-Day Pass. He did break out with the freaky film from 1970 called Watermelon Man, where white racists wake up one day, it turns out he's black. But he made his mark with Sweet Sweetback's badass song. This independent film helped kick off the black exploitation genre, along with showing that black made films for black audiences can make a lot of uh, money, find an audience. So he was a godfather of modern black cinema. And at the time, Earth, Wind, and Fire were broke. They were living in the same apartment in New York, scavenging for food. So one of the band members' girlfriends tipped Van Peebles to them. Van Peebles wrote some of the music on the piano. And the band helped out. And actually, to promote the film, without a marketing campaign, he just released the soundtrack to help gain attention. 
We've profiled the soundtrack of the past going back to August 2010 in episode 28 of Exploding Head Movies. And Melvin Van Peebles was the subject of the 2003 biographical film Badass with his son Mario Van Peebles. And Van Peebles died on September 22nd at his home in Manhattan at the age of 89. This week we're going to profile the Montreal Act Lamatos who did the score to the web series Exode. So we'll hear some of the dark wave kind of synth pop that they have for that. We'll also keep our eyes peeled for the winner of the 2021 Polaris Music Prize. The ceremony is underway, so I'll see who the winner is. Over the past few episodes, we've profiled some of the music from the nominees, if not all the nominees, but at least one song each. So I'll see what I can sneak in as part of our monitoring day here at CITR World Headquarters. The Vancouver National Film Festival also starts this Friday, October 1st. I'll talk more about that soon because we got a big chunk of stuff to deal with here because we got to talk about television first because last Sunday, not yesterday, but two Sundays ago, the 73rd Primetime Emmy Awards were handed out. And normally we haven't really tackled much with the TV side of awards. Mostly for a time that soundtracks to TV shows were hard to find. The music, the quality of the music was uh, not always upright. And also, there are way too many categories. I mean, I'm going to give you a description here, but at the very least, just think. Some things are split between comedy and drama, and then there's nonfiction, and there's also reality, and each one also has subcategories. I'm going to be listing some of the category names to you, and yeah, eyes will be rolling, and at some point, you know, some of the shows won 21 awards, and I'm not going to list everything that's happening there. But we're kind of in a golden age of appointment viewing. You know, you just sort of think back how it, Things kind of started with Sopranos in a way. We've had 20 years of this, and of course, with streaming options, a lot more money behind studios, and also the fact that what used to be kind of mid-budget films no longer really have a marketing force behind it, so a lot of things have just adapted to the smaller screen. Anyways, the big winners were The Crown, which won 21, including Outstanding Drama Series, Lead Actor and Actress, but we're going to focus at least on the comedy side at first for this next set. And Ted Lasso took home four major awards for Outstanding Comedy Series, which is impressive for its debut season. Damon Sudeikis for Lead Actor, Brett Goldstein for Supporting Actor, Hannah Waddingham for Supporting Actress. Also won Best Comedy Casting, Outstanding Single Camera Picture Editing for the Comedy Series. There's a lot here, but it's a series about an American, American football coach selected to be the coach of a struggling English football team in London. And, of course, it is the other football after all. Um, we're going to start off with the theme, which is done by Marcus Mumford. The Mumford from Mumford and Sons. And then the composer of the series score to Ted Lasso, which is Tom Howe, which you might know because he does the music to The Great British Bake Off. So here's the theme from the TV series, Ted Lasso. And this will allow us to go into the Emmys part, starting off our show here. Because you're now listening to Exploding Head Movies live from the realms of the studio of that radio station that will be the bunny ears atop of your cathode ray tube. This is CITR 101.9 FM and somehow a not too rainy Vancouver. But of course, we know in the forecast, thunderstorms. Take your time 
From Bo Burnham's Netflix special, Inside, we heard, look who's inside again. The stand-up comedian, known for starting on YouTube and parlaying that to records and performing live, won three Emmys a couple weeks back. Outstanding music direction, outstanding writing for a variety special, and outstanding directing for a variety special. He was nominated for one other song that he had written as part of Inside 
which I should have played, but it's a long song in an already very complicated episode here. And Inside. Well, it's definitely one of the outstanding pieces that came out in the midst of a pandemic project. Um, Bo Burnham stayed in his house, and particularly in one room he had cameras set up to show him how he worked, making spoofy songs that led to the special, but all capturing how time passes when being quarantined and staying put. And you can see as his hair and beard grew, you caught glimpses of both the creative process... As you could see how he worked on bits over time and what was refined, especially how a song or a sketch came together. But you can also see how mental health becomes a factor in all this. Uh, for a time, he actually had retired from the stage based on panic attacks and anxieties. Uh, so that meant he wasn't touring for several years. And of course, being by himself, much like some of us have had to deal with, uh, there was a general deterioration from all the isolation. I've only managed to watch parts of it so far because it feels really raw to the bone in some ways. But the struggle to create, especially when you're facing obstacles or things aren't going right, it's something you could definitely sympathize with, especially if you're doing something like, I don't know, writing a radio show at midnight earlier today and figuring it out. But the important thing is, you know, you may bomb, things may fail, but you have a chance to at least to either build it up but build it up, fix it, make it better, or then scrap it and do something new. Behind me, from Season 2 of the Disney Plus Star Wars series The Mandalorian, this is Ludwig Göransson with Open the Door. Göransson won an Emmy last Sunday for Outstanding Music Composition for a Series, Original Dramatic Score, from the Season 2 finale, The Rescue, and... Some characters appear in space, you know. It's it's one of those things. Nobody you've heard of before. No spoilers. But, um, yeah. The Mandalorian has been probably the most successful Star Wars offshoot, and actually, in comparison to the recent trilogy of films, it seems to have a lot of rope. Um, it, The Mandalorian won 14 Emmys. Mostly on the technical side. There was some best cinematography, makeup, visual effects, and whatnot. Season 3 is due later, maybe it'll be 2022, but first off, there will be a limited series spin-off featuring the return of Boba Fett, and that should be before Christmas. Otherwise, as Star Wars goes on Disney+, Plus, there is an anime anthology underway called Visions. And if you had a chance just to watch one, watch the first one, because it feels like it is a, a Rogue One in many ways, but not based on Rogue One itself. Got a couple main themes here because uh, this first one actually did win Outstanding Original Main Title Theme Music. And it's from the HBO series The Flight Attendant, starring Kaylee Cuoco as the title character, based on a 2018 novel involving a reckless alcoholic who drinks on airlines, makes friends and other <laughs> lovers on flights. But one morning she wakes up in Bangkok with a dead man in her bed who was on the last flight she was on. She tries to figure out what happened the theme music was written by Blake Neely he does music to other TV series like The Flash Supergirl Riverdale You and Batwoman and uh, he won the show's only Emmy at least for the flight attendant after nine nominations and this is Neely's first Emmy Neely's first Emmy win he's been nominated in the past for shows like Everwood The Pacific and Pan Am 
From season one of The Flight Attendant, here's Blake Neely with the main title. With the main title from The Queen's Gambit, that was Carlos Rafael Rivera, who won Outstanding Music Composition for the Limited or Anthology Series Movie or Special for Original Dramatic Score. The Queen's Gambit was one of Netflix's breakout award winners, to the point it was the first major award winner that the streaming service actually has had. The miniseries based on Walter Tevis's 1983 novel about an orphan girl who becomes a chess prodigy during the 1950s, 
becomes famous into the 60s as fame and drug addiction impacts her. Stars Anya Taylor-Joy. And, uh, yeah, lots of people have actually learned to play chess as a result. Queen's Gambit won 11 awards. So, along with music, it won Outstanding Limited Anthology Series, Best Direction, Outstanding Casting, Cinematography, Period Costumes, Makeup. The list goes on. Carlos Rafael Rivera is an American composer based in Guatemala, and he scored the 2014 film A Walk Among the Tombstones and the Netflix series called Godless. In the background, this is Stephen Price. From his score to David Attenborough's documentary A Life on Our Planet, this is We Must Rewild the World. Price's score won Outstanding Music Composition for a Documentary Series or Special, original dramatic score at the Emmys last Sunday. And that documentary also won Best Nonfiction Cinematography and Sound Mixing. And we've done profiles on Stephen Price's music in the past, specifically from his Oscar-winning score to Gravity, fully back in Exploding Hit Movies 196 for our year-end show of 2013, and then once it was nominated and won, episodes 203 from February 2014, and then 204. whole bunch of other Emmy news I could probably tell you about, but it's overwhelming, and at some point... <laughs> kind of old news as well too but we'll see maybe in the future i can try to jump on this sooner but the issue at hand is that there are at least three categories of music scores to look at and then themes it's tricky but i will not step down for a challenge but amidst other stuff it's hard there's also one song i do want to share at some point which is probably the most catchy tv show that popped up but it's appropriate for next week once we get into our halloween theme uh, let's talk about briefly about the Vancouver International Film Festival, because the 40th edition of this film festival starts this Friday, October 1st, right after our new National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. It runs the 11th, and if you go to www.viff for the Vancouver International Film Festival, you can see the full schedule of events and how pricing works. Each individual ticket that you buy usually is associated with streaming or then live in theater. Uh, individual tickets at regular or price at $10. Households can get access for $15. Otherwise, in cinema, if it is a regular screening, it is $15 for adults and whatnot. Students, it's $10. Seniors, it's $13. And special presentations make it $17. Four ticket packs start at $32 for students. For regular folks, it's $48. And there are additional online passes that give you access to a lot of things. If you get the student individual thing for $60, this will allow you to see 80% of the festival program online. And uh, otherwise, uh, you get access to some of the films in cinema. For adults, it's $80. If it's a household, it is $110. And there's a limited edition pass for, you can get for $725. I think next week I'll talk more about the talks and conferences, some of the other events, including the Music Summit called AMP. But at least I'll talk about one of the films that is screening. It's the first one, at least scheduled right now, according to the website. And it's the Korean film Sinkhole, which talks about how one person has saved up 11 years to buy a home in Seoul for his family of three. And uh, once they buy a condo, they notice some glitches, like a slanted floor. But then suddenly, the building collapses and sinks into a nearly bottomless pit as everyone improvises and tries to cooperate to get out of there. These screenings of this film are on a paper that is only one-sided. 
Uh, starts Friday, October 1st, 3.30 at the Hollywood Theater. So this is the first time this theater is participating in VIF after it has been remodeled. And please note it is a 19 and older venue. So I suspect some adult beverages are available for purchase. Tickets at this point are on standby, so they become only available at the door. There's also another screening set for the Rio Theater in East Van on Tuesday, October 5th at 6 p.m. Anyways, let's get back to the music here as I've decided to unleash my uh, manuscript of various things that's going on. And I do want to talk about uh, at least a couple of folks who recently passed away. And we'll start off with Carl Bean, a singer and activist who founded the Unity Fellowship Church movement. He worked on behalf of the people with AIDS and he made himself the Archbishop for a very liberal church that welcomed LGBTQ plus members because he was gay. He performed one of the most early gay liberation songs that we're about to hear. Some quality Motown disco and Bean died this past September 7th at the age of 77. As you can imagine by the title of the song, it did inspire a later Lady Gaga song. Went back to 1977. This is Lake Carl Bean with I Was Born This Way. Now I 
The Sweetgrass Clan is a volunteer-based coalition that provides safety, security and essential resources to the most vulnerable members of the downtown Eastside community. In addition to providing food and safety, the Sweetgrass Clan also connects people with advocates for housing, mental health counseling and drug and alcohol detox. The Sweetgrass Clan is always looking for new volunteers to support the downtown Eastside community and are able to offer volunteers grocery gift cards and bus tickets as honorariums. If you would like to offer your volunteer support to the Sweetgrass Clan, you can reach out via email at abfrontdoor.org or visit abfrontdoor.org.
disco song that actually doesn't fade out at all. Going back to also 1977, the same year that Carl Bean's I Was Born This Way came out, we heard Baccara with the song Granada off their self-titled 1977 album. Baccara was a Spanish disco duo that actually started off, they met each other, and that's Meta Mateos and Maria Mendiola. Their background was in ballet and dance, and I think for a time they were trying to leverage a little bit more of a flamenco sound, but in the end, Spanish folk mixed with pop and disco, and they were known for their debut single and now Scottish national football theme, Yes Sir, I Can Boogie. And believe it or not, that song, which I could have played, although I found this demented German cover I want to share at some point when I decide that I need two hours of utter craziness instead of me just impelling craziness out of myself. Um, do want to share that. But Yes Sir, I Can Boogie, the original version, best-selling single of all time for a female group. Maria Mendiola died in Madrid on September 11th this year at the age of 69 from unspecified causes. And behind me, someone else who recently passed away is John Hassell, the fourth world ambient composer. And off of 2018's Listening to Pictures, Pentimento, Volume 1, this is Mangasine. Did a profile on him back in December last year as part of an all ambient episode. You can look up episode 565 from July of that year. Sometimes I remember to catch my breath. And remind you that my name's Gak. You are listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Just because Madcap is our game this week. Let's talk about two more films at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Assuming I can actually capture this information properly. Uh, there is a special presentation based on an adaptation of Haruki Murakami's short story, Drive My Car. It takes us to the anguish of a widower who never really was sure of his wife's love and uh, encounters some surprises along the way. And it ties into a stage production of Uncle Vanya. Drive My Car was one of the most critically acclaimed films at Cannes this year, where it won three prizes. And you can catch it at the Vancouver National Film Festival. There is a screening Saturday, October 2nd at the Van City Theater, the VIF Center at 11.15 a.m. Tickets are still available for that, as is the case for the other two screenings, which is Monday, October 4th, 8.45 p.m. at the Vancouver Playhouse. And that venue will also be screening Drive My Car at Saturday, October 9th at 8.45 p.m. Then we have a Canadian alternative future or speculative future story called Night Raiders. Talking about a war ravaged North America in the year 2043. As indigenous people live knowing that's practically a foregone conclusion that their children will one day fall into the custody of military occupiers. Definitely parallels to the residential school situation right now. Night Raiders is screening this Saturday, October 2nd at 9.30 p.m. at the Vancouver Playhouse. Tickets are going fast for that from earlier this afternoon. It's also screening at the SFU Gold Corp Center for the Arts on Sunday, October 3rd at noon. All right, we got one more recently deceased person to talk about here before we zip all over the place again. And then, yes, actually the Players Prize has been handed out already, so I gotta <laughs> move things around for that. But we're gonna go to Leeds 
in England. And an awesome post-punk band called Delta 5. In the last few years, singer and guitarist was Jewel Sale, and she recently died of cancer in Thailand on September 20th, with no age specified. She was predeceased by drummer Calvin Knight, who died from liver and kidney failure back in 2015. They only released one album when they were around, called 1981's See the Whirl. It doesn't, it's not the world, it's the whirl if you're spinning around. But if you need to start anywhere with the Delta 5, look up the 2006 compilation Singles and Sessions, 1979 to 1981. Their 1980 single Try is a staple in my head all the time, but since I've heard a few other CITR's DJs, CITR DJs spin that already, I'm going to opt for their first single, which was recently used in an Apple advert tied to privacy. This will be Delta 5. Mind your own business.
Radio Show. It's brewed fresh and served fresh at the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead and let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience exquisite. Indeed. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, serving sweet treats from the pop underground. Thursdays, noon to one. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. some of the chess pieces around on different boards. That is how this show is currently constructed, because... <coughs> anyways, I'll fill you in why later. But anyways, we just heard from Montreal, The Beaches, and off of their, I think their debut EP that came out this year called Future Lovers. 
That was one of the not rocking songs, definitely kind of harkening back to that 80s Stranger Things vibe. We heard You Don't Know Me Anything. All the other songs that are EP just kick out really hard. It would have fit in nicely with Delta 5, but um, we're changing a whole bunch of stuff on the fly here as I switch over to things here because, first off, behind me, this is the Kilometer Club. And off of a new release called TTC, this is Eglinton West. And the Kilometer Club is the alias to Toronto Ambient producer Daniel Field. And he picked one heck of a pandemic side project and he wrote an ambient song for each of the subway stops in Toronto as part of the TTC network, the Toronto Transit Commission. And yeah, 76 stops, which shows you how much that uh, network has grown over time. Although I think one of those uh, subway lines is a stubby little thing. And of course, there's an expansion up in Devon now. And I picked Eglinton West because most of my memories of my time living in Toronto use that as an awkward hub because I lived in between that and Eglinton. I uh, worked my first job near Islington, dug how the 70s DuPont station looked, missed the Spadina station moving sidewalk, as it were. Fun times. Available on Bandcamp for Boy What You Can. You can also find Kilometer Club's other album, Lost Signal. That came out too. And of course, I muted, uh, faded out right when the standard TTC chime kicks in. Do, do, do. And at that point, the doors are already closed and you can't get in. Anyways, before we get into the 2021 Polaris Music Prize, let's talk about the recent British Mercury Prize, which was won by Arlo Parks, the alias of Anis Alowatoyan Estelle Marinho. Born in Hammersmith in West London with Nigerian, Chadian, and French ancestry. She won the Hyundai Mercury Prize earlier this month for her debut, Collapsed in Sunbeams, showing a wide range of styles there. And uh, upon winning, she was quoted as saying, you don't need to have a mad expensive studio to make cool music. And the judges indicated that we chose an artist with a singular voice who uses lyrics of remarkable beauty and connects deeply with her generation as she does so. Here's the song that Arlo Parks performed upon winning the Mercury. Off of the Mercury Prize winning Collapsed in Sunbeams. This will be too good. And we'll follow up with a song off of the Polaris Prize winning album for 2021. the bump on your wrist you were born with watching you trying to push away it hurts when you see it coming you're too proud to tell me that you can watching you trying to push away it hurts when you see it coming never use your words to show you can i think you know it To pick up the rips in my Nikes 
Music Prize winner for 2021. Here is Cadence Weapon. Like mine, hard to find like white mug shots. Gun fingers, but no gunshots. Black and hot, just like sunspots. I'll be like this until the sun stops. Or the sun quits. Can't stop, won't stop like young guns. Know what it was, know what it is. Used to write tracks at the back of the club, not just getting blitzed. Where I come from, kind of like Dizzy Diz, because I came in the game when I was just a kid. Dealt with the fame, and I dealt with the biz, and I dealt with the pain. Now I'm back making hits. No, I had to fight to do it big like Sumo. Now the whole team understands what it is. Probably never get nominated for a Juno, but that ain't changing the way that I live. Switch from a friend to foe. Now that things in the same moving on in the game like it was foe. Act just like you know, bro. Even though you don't, though. Keep it on the low, though. On side of show must go. Vibes like mine, hard to find. 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 Vibes like mine, hard to find like black CEOs. Cash from verses, cash from pros. Man don't care what the next man owns, where the next man knows where the next man goes. Telling white lies about black folks leaves our future up in smoke. Life in a game, no life's not a joke, so I go for the throat with the words that I wrote. Quick online, yeah, you're quick with a post, but you stay at home when it's time to go vote. Going for broke ever since I was broke, when Brooks was the only shoes I could afford. No more shows and no more tours, so it's hard just to know what we have in store. Fight for my rights like Civil War. If you don't peep game, then you won't know the score. Switch from a friend to foe. Oh. 
Now that things are the same, moving on in the game like it was faux. Oh, act just like you know, bro. Even though you don't, though. Keep it on the low, though. On how the show must go. Vibes like mine are hard to find. Vibes like mine are hard to find. Vibes like mine are hard to find. Vibes like Vibes like mine are hard to find. Let my people go. Let my people go. Go, 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 go. Let my people go. Won't you let my people go? Let my people go. Won't you let my people go? Go, 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 go. Let my people go. Won't you let my people go? Back on task, but at the very least, managed to share that with you since the Players Prize was handed out right before this show went on air from the Players Prize winning album Parallel World. We're at Cadence Weapon with one of the songs off of that. That was hard to find. Cadence Weapon is the A-list Edmonton's Raleigh Pemberton, although now based in Toronto. As part of winning the Players Prize, he won $50,000 Canadian. Cans Weapon had been nominated twice before for the Players' Prize, and the third time became the charm. And while accepting the award, he said that Justin Trudeau has done blackface so many times he doesn't remember how many. That's why I need to be making rap records that are political. So, congratulations to Cans Weapon. He's been a force on Canadian music for quite some time. Poet Laureate in Alberta for a time. Doing some great stuff. And in the background, this is Prime Minister of Doom, which hails from Germany, off of the 12-inch from 2018 called Mud Shadow Propaganda. This is called The Vibe. Justin Trudeau is yet again Prime Minister of Canada. Election was held last week around this time. And not much real change. Somebody was looking at the polling before calling the election, thinking they gained majority. No, the parliamentary makeup is about the same. Definitely from votes swaying here left and right. Uh, some casualties along the way. As earlier today, Anime Paul stepped down as leader of the Canadian Green Party. Of course, that party had been in the midst of some infighting for quite some time and lost a lot of the vote towards the equally fringe People's Party of Canada, thankfully, with zero seats. And in many ways, undermining what the Conservatives would have done. But still, hopefully, we can still keep climate change and things like Indigenous rights on the political mandate here. My name is Gak, listening to Exploding Game Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. And uh, let's talk about Vancouver National Film Festival again. The 40th edition starts this Friday, October 1st. Individual films are... Tickets are about $10 or so. Households can get for $15 because you can see most of the films in the theaters also at home through the, the VIF Connect application. You can download that to your device, connect it to your TV, 
I used it last year. It was fantastic. And two other films that are screening that I'll talk about here. Uh, Returning Home, which explores the idea of residential school survivors. And it's a documentary that looks at the life of a few of them. It's particularly Phyllis Jack Webstad, who founded the Orange Shirt Day movement, that has led to a lot of what you've been seeing out in the streets as people mourn, commemorate the lives of those lost from residential schools. And from this stems our new federal holiday. This Thursday, September 30th, marking the first national day for truth and reconciliation. Returning home screens at the Vancouver International Film Festival this Friday, October 1st at noon. And this is uh, virtually through the BiffConnect app. So once you have access to the streaming system, you have the ability to watch it until the end of October 11th. But it is screening also in the theater, the Vancouver Playhouse, on Saturday, Saturday, October 2nd at 12.30 p.m. It is also screening... I may have chopped this page in half. What's going on? Ah, yes. It's also screening Sunday, October 3rd at the K Meeks Art Center. Arts Center. And then Monday, October 11th at 1.30 p.m. at the SFU Gold Corp Center for the Arts. And sorry, the K Meeks Art Center screening October 3rd is at 6.30 p.m. And plenty of tickets are still available for that. And then from France... There's Toussaint bien passé. Everything went fine. It's a case of an elderly man makes a desperate secret request for his daughter, played by Sophie Marceau, to find a way to help him end his life. It'll be screening for the October 1st at noon on the Connect app. We have to fade things out before we talk over other music here. Uh, it's also screening... Sunday, October 3rd at noon at the Vancouver Playhouse. Tuesday, October 5th at 9 p.m. at the K. Meeks Art Center. And then Monday, October 11th at 9 p.m. at the Hollywood Theater. And that is a 19-year-older venue. Everything went fine. All right. More music for you. And less talking for me for a little while here. Uh, let's get some Yusu into your ear. Originally from Kfung in China, but based here in Vancouver. And earlier this year, she put out the excellent album Yellow River Blue, which is where you can find this song. Here is Yusu with Gleam.
a federal Indian day school, now is your time to make your claim. If you experience harm at your school, you may be eligible to receive a check for compensation. 
Remember, you need to make your claim before July 13, 2022. See if your school is on the list and get free legal help. Start at IndianDaySchools.com or call 1-844-539-3815. Claim what's yours. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people. Thank you. 
part of the awesome London hyperdub scene, although with a black queer angle. That was Lorraine James, originally off the 2019 album You and I, but also found on a mix done by Josie tied to Beats in Space. We heard Lorraine James with Glitch Bitch. And behind me from Bunya in the Dominican Republic, Democratic Republic of the Congo. I'm thinking Dominican Republic because all I seem to be watching is baseball. But anyways, Bunya in the Congo. This is Ray Sapiens. Off of last year's compilation, The Alternative African Reality. Electronic, electroacoustic, and experimental music from Africa and the diaspora. This is Ray Sapiens. Again, from Bunya in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Although confusingly now based in Uganda. But this song is called Votura. Talk about a couple other films screening at the Vancouver National Film Festival, marking its 40th anniversary this year. And we start off with a documentary called My Childhood, My Country, 20 Years in Afghanistan. As directors Phil Grabsky and Shaib Sharifi follow a boy through his life in rural Afghanistan. And their stories recorded over 20 years, watching uh, how they grew up in troubled times is noteworthy because at this point a lot of the allied forces have finally left Afghanistan and of course now the Taliban is taking charge again. Anyways you can catch Mild Childhood My Country as part of both the VivConnect app so it's virtually available starting this Friday October 1st at noon. It is also screening at the SFU Gold Corp Center for the Arts on Sunday October 3rd at 3pm also screening then Tuesday October 5th at 3.45pm at the Hollywood Theater please note that as a 19 and older venue Sometimes additional dates are added for screening, so always go to vif.org for the latest, along with pricing, plans, and how to watch things, especially if you don't go to theaters, you try to watch at home, or whatever device you are, wherever you are. And then there's a special presentation of a, where is this from? The UK, Mothering Sunday, which is based on Graham Swift's 2016 novel detailing an orphan who has to visit somebody on Mothering Sunday, which is a holiday in the UK. This is going back to 1924. Mothering Sunday screens Saturday, October 2nd at 3.30pm at the Vancouver Playhouse. That is also where it will be playing Friday, October 8th at 6.15pm. It's also screening at the K. Meek Arts Centre Saturday, October 9th at 6pm. Getting back into the music here, we're going to head to Guelph, Ontario with Cots, C-O-T-S. She put out a wonderful album with acoustic guitar and other elements earlier this year. It's called Disturbing Body. Here's Cots with Our Breath. Something I need to catch since I do is talk. Continue to grow. 
grow And I thought that perhaps I could join it
From the late Vancouver electronic duo, Lady Friend. Although you lose some vowels at the end there. Much is the way it goes. As of late right now to distinguish yourself amongst various bands. So I guess Lady Friend would be it. From their 2015 EP called Farewell, we heard Geist. And they only put out one other release afterwards through the Hybridity label. And it was a remixes album tied to Farewell. In the background, this is the Indian-American composer Arushi Jain. And this is tied to India, not Indians. Always confusing, but at the very least, this is tied to the concept of ragas. From 2021's Under the Lilac Sky album, I speak over cultivating self-love. Brilliant fusion of Indian classical music, along with modular synthesizers. So... This builds up nicely, and of course, I'm going to talk over it and ruin it, as is my want. And so there's plenty of information to share with you with what's happening. We're going to skip VIF briefly, because I do have to talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that the release schedule for albums typically are on Friday, but some of these just come out willy-nilly, and it's hard to keep track of it all, but... At the very least, this is what you should anticipate when you go to your favorite record store, then where you find your music online. And this list primarily comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com or then soundtrack.net, although one source does come from a whole bunch of other news that came out recently. As new releases go, well, the James Bond film No Time to Die is finally coming out to theaters in the next month or so. And Hans Zimmer did the score to it, and they'll be coming out through Decca Records. Once that comes out... I'll see if I can profile it and tie it back to another James Bond film from yore. Other soundtracks include Remy Bubal's music from Bigger Than Us. That's coming out through Milan Records. Season 1 of the new series Foundation, based on Isaac Asimov's series of books. Scored by Bear McCrary. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Stephen Gallagher did the score to the short film Kamana Tuskers. It's coming out as an EP through Movie Score Media. And the Sopranos prequel called The Many Saints of Newark 
offering the town in New Jersey, close to where our pony and his friends were doing stuff. Song albums coming out through Water Terror Music. The powerful saxophonist Colin Stetson provides the score to Mayday. That's coming out through Milan Records. Midnight Mass. It's scored by the Newton Brothers. That's coming out through Maisie Music Publishing. Benjamin Wallfish scored the movie The Starling. That's coming out through Milan Records. This is the Night. Its film score is composed by Nathan Whitehead. That's coming out through Backlock Music. Jim Williams scored Titan. That's coming out through Milan Records. And then Venom. Let There Be Carnage. It's scored by Marco Beltrami. And that's coming out through Sony Classical this week. On the re-release fronts, for the first time ever outside of Japan, there are 19 albums associated with the Naruto anime now streaming. And there's talk, or at least there's a tease, that Milan might release something physically. There's an original expanded version of Graham Revelle's score to the 1990s goth classic The Crow. That's coming out the Versa Saraband. And we've profiled that in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 334 back in October 2016. Volume 2 of the original score from Death Stranding is done by Ludwig Forsel. It's coming out through Sony Classical. There's a limited edition in honor of its 40th anniversary. Elmer Bernstein's music from the Bill Murray comedy Stripes is coming out through La La Land Records. And for the record, lighten up, Francis. And then... Basil Polidurus is the subject of a recent Veresa Saraband Club re-release. There are going to be separate deluxe limited editions of his music from On Deadly Ground, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, and Robocop 3. Those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Talk about two more films here from the upcoming Vancouver International Film Festival. All My Puny Sorrows is a special presentation based on an adaptation of Miriam Taves' beloved novel with regards to a woman, despite a failed marriage and floundering writing career, who's worried about the well-being of her sister, a renowned pianist who's ready to end her horrible life, even though it seems seemingly enviable to her. Tied to a strict Mennonite upgrinning, includes Donald Logue as much the cast, and All My Puny Sorrows is... Available through VivConnect app starting this Friday, October 1st at noon. And it is also screening at the Vancouver Playhouse on Sunday, October 3rd at 6 p.m. The K Meek Arts Center on Wednesday, October 6th at 6 p.m. And then the Hollywood Theater at 9 p.m. on Sunday, October 10th. And then going to my ancestral lands of Finland, Hytti numero kuusi, otherwise known in English as compartment number six. This did some... Uh, Excellent work at Cannes. It won the Grand Prix Ex Aquio at the French Film Festival earlier this year. It's a story about a Finnish archaeologist who's ready to travel from Moscow to Murmansk to look at some petroglyphs. But uh, her original companion to join her doesn't, so she has to spend the sleeper compartment with a vodka-swilling skinhead. So, it's a train movie directed by Juho Kuosmanen. And it is screening at the K-Meek Arts Center Saturday, October 2nd at 6 p.m. Sunday, October 3rd at 6 p.m. Also at the Hollywood Theater. And then the Vancouver Playhouse on Wednesday, October 6th at 3.45 p.m. 
right, let's get back to some music here. We have some music from Looney. We spun a track. She was a guest, I think, on Toby's Polaris Prize nominated album, Elements Volume 1. But she has her own EP out. This came out this year called Soft Thing. Here's Looney with a song called Beg. It's been a minute, oh you know I'm missing, not afraid to admit it Say you need a time, but you know I wasn't with it We want no more time, just me, you fucking more bitches Now that's none of my business, in my emotions Going through these photos while I go through the motions Going through these texts so I can live in the moments 
Out of Sweden, born in Uppsala, but based in Stockholm, we heard Snow Allegra. Joined there with James Faltenroy with the song On My Mind. You can find that off the 2021 album Temporary Highs, The Violet Skies. Snow Allegra was born Sharzad Fuladi, so Persian roots with uh, what comes out there. Been active for quite some time already. Enjoyable stuff. And behind me, this is Dean Hurley off his latest album, 2021's Concrete Feather. This is Time Folds. Hurley is known as not only being a composer, but a sound designer and re-recording mixer. 
He's been working extensively with David Lynch for quite some time, which is the source of his four Emmy nominations because he worked on Twin Peaks The Return. Let's talk about one more VIF film for now before we both tire ourselves out and also need to get into our actual profile. And this film also got some rave reviews at Con for Best Performance by an Actress. It's called The Worst Person in the World. And you think it's about me? You think it's about someone else? No, well, it's basically tied to a coming-of-age tale as early adulthood runs into natural disasters and the destruction in the wake. So high hopes with what's going on here, but a lot of things go wrong. But it's kind of like an awkward comic experience, euphoric revelry, and astute critiques of contemporary culture. The worst person in the world isn't you, but it is screening at the Vancouver Playhouse on Sunday, October 3rd at 9.15 p.m. Plenty of tickets still available for that. That's the same story with its screening at the Rio Theater at Saturday, October 9th at 9 p.m. And then Monday, October 11th at 6.15 p.m. All right, let's get some vintage spooky electronics to line up with uh, Dean Hurley. And this is the actual founder of the famous BBC Radiophonic Workshop associate with the sounds of the early Doctor Who and anything involving warps and bloops and bleeps, all with electronic instruments. And the BBC work for, work, BBC Radiophonic Workshop was founded by Daphne Oram. And uh, in 1962, she put out an album called Electronic Sound Patterns, which is this where this short piece comes from. Here's Daphne Oram with Rhythmic Variation 1. And finally, we get into the music of Montreal's Lo Matos. The Aboriginal Frontier Society is a culturally safe, peer-designed, non-judgmental place for Aboriginal peoples, their friends and their family in the downtown Eastside. It's an accessible space where Aboriginal folks can experience, learn and participate in traditional Aboriginal culture, teachings and ceremonies as part of their healing journey through life. Right now, they're accepting donations of food and warm clothing, which are needed more than ever as residents of the downtown Eastside face the challenges of COVID-19 and winter weather. If you're able to help, you can drop your donation off at 384 Main Street on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That is 384 Main Street. To learn more about the Aboriginal Frontier Society and other ways that you can support their work, please visit abfrontdoor.org.
You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Lomatos. From the recent release through Death Waltz Originals, associated with the score to the Ninja Eliminator trilogy, we first heard Les Enfants Terribles home video, and this wonderful number behind me is The Rage of Honor. Ninja Eliminator was a series of three tiny shorts that spoofs Jeffrey Ho movies, so it's the idea of a whole bunch of ninjas running around trying to obtain things. And they were compiled together into a single trilogy. And this became the most recent release by Montreal's Lomatos. It's the duo of Jean-Philippe Bernier and Jean-Nicolas Lepi. We profiled them in the past for the 2018 film Summer of 84, back in episode 429 of Exploding Hemis from October that year. They also scored 2006's Turbo Kid and the 2015 web series Exode, which will be our profile here this week on Exploding Head Movies. It was a web series, but also screened on TV5, directed by Montreal's Jesse Malcolm Sweet. It's a story about a celestial cartographer trying to save his family on a spaceship that's malfunctioning through the help of a robot with some AI. This cartographer does what he can, but over the span of various seasons and shorts, you can see how he struggles to fix things. Alright, without further ado, let's get into Exode here. And the soundtrack was released onto vinyl 
back last year again through Death Waltz and Mondo Records. We'll start off with La Matos, and all the songs I'm going to pick are named after people or characters in the web series. We'll begin with Anne. Here's La Matos from Exode here on Exploding Emmys, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Thank you. 
From the soundtrack to the original web series called Exode, we heard Lamato start off with Anne, then a slightly longer piece that gets a little more tense called Marie, and then we heard them joined by Computer Magic on the song The Sounds of Nora. Computer Magic actually goes by the alias of Don's CM now. It's the alias of Danielle Johnson from New York, member of the Synth History Project and the founder of Channel 9 Records. Gloriously fits into that vein of the film Drive from 10 years ago. Also, the Italians do it better label. Exode is available on vinyl via Death Waltz Originals. And that is a great source for a lot of genre, soundtracks, and film posters. Lomatos scored the 2006 film Turbo Kid, and there's still talk of a sequel to that great Canadian gem. Hopefully Lomatos can soundtrack that since there's been years of discussion and hope for a sequel. And yes, I should profile that one day. That's going to be it for Exploding Hemus for this week. Coming up at 9, live in two years, it's the Jazz Show of Gavin Walker. And he'll guide you till around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Next Monday, it will be the wonderful month of October. And in the lead-up to Halloween, as we've been doing over recent years, we're going to treat the entire month of October as our annual horror month. So we're going to first stop, start off with the soundtrack to the recent film, The Witch. Well, you spell The Witch with two Vs. Then the choices leading up into Halloween include Slice, Candyman, both the original and the new version, Jacob's Wife, and The Cabin in the Woods. We'll see which one of those fails to make the cut. And then gets slashed. And we'll talk about two more VIF films, what's in the background here, and then how we're going to close things off. Once I realize where I threw all my pieces of paper to tell me what's going on. But at the very least, I'll start off right now with one of the films. And this is The Electric Life of Lewis Wayne. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch as the eccentric man Lewis Wayne. A polymath of sorts, but he struck a chord based on what he did with his drawings of anthropomorphic cats. Drawings that satirize his own species and flattered the feline. You can catch The Electrical Life of Lewis Swain as part of the Vancouver National Film Festival this Saturday, October 2nd at 6.30pm at the Vancouver Playhouse. Otherwise, it's also screening at the same place on Saturday, October 9th at... 6 p.m. Then we have from Spain. It's called Official Competition. Competencia Oficial, starring Penelope Cruz, Antonio Banderas, as a satire on actors, egos, and film art. You can catch this. Oddly enough, it, I can't tell if it's actually part of the official competition at VIF this year, but you can watch it Monday, October 4th. 5.45 at the Vancouver Playhouse. Tuesday, October 5th at 6 p.m. at KME Arc Center. Sunday, October 10th at the Vancouver Playhouse in Vancouver. And there it is. And I've lost some of my notes. Okay. This is what happens. You print out 50 pages and throw things away randomly. Anyways. Ugh. Behind me, this is the Toronto Jazz Act Peripheral Vision with Don Scott on guitar, Michael Herring on bass, Trevor Hogg on saxophone and drummer Nick Fraser off of the 2021 album. It's long. Irrational Revelation 
and mutual humiliation. This is the Reconciliation Suite. So, as a reminder, this Thursday, September 30th, is the first ever National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. And we're going to close with an indigenous artist from the Little Watt Nation. And that would be Russell Wallace. And uh, he was an artist in residence at the 2019 TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival. He sings in the Satomic language and off of this year's 2021 album, Unseated Tongues. Here's Russell Wallace with a story that ties into residential schools. They took us away. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. If you do have this Thursday off, please treat this as a solemn occasion for those that we have lost and wounded, and hopefully we can heal those that are still around. Take care, and we'll see you in seven days.